Hi everyone, it's Front Row Phyllis, live at the Windy City Smokeout in Chicago. Come with us as we take you behind the scenes and backstage interviews with some of your favorite country artists. Stay tuned for all the highlights. Angie K, welcome. Wow, how did it feel to be back oh. on stage? You know, my agent came backstage and, and congratulated me after I came off and my drummer took this really rad picture of me with like the sea of people of Windy City. And I remember looking at those for years, I'm talking like eight, nine years of and thinking what it would feel to be able to play a show like that. And I got, to, it was a dream come true. And you, you can only do your first time once and that was, that was a first for that kind of crowd and that kind of space and that kind of stage and I'll never forget it. Did it, do you feel that energy from, I've always asked that and wanted to know, do you feel the vibe? Well, I always say I can only do as good as the crowd lets me be. Right. Like, you know, like I got, I got to feel the best nights on stage of the days where you don't know who's doing the singing and who's, you know, like right. it's who's doing the giving, who's doing the taking. And that crowd is here to have a good time and it let me have a good time. And I feel like I owe them tonight. Like it was amazing. Has there ever been a time that they weren't that great or that receptive? You know, I one time had to play, I was working on cruise ships with my first gig. Okay. I told them I knew 300 songs, I knew like 50. <laughs> and one time, I swear to God, they put me in front of a bathroom. No. That was, because they needed to put me somewhere I was supposed to play four sets a day. So I will say this was a step up. This. It was quite the step up. <laughs> yeah, so you get to play on stage in the rain. Yeah. I'll tell you, the rain is magical, man. Like when you see people standing out there in the rain, you're like, I better like up my game because people right? are in the rain listening to me. Because they're loyal. <laughs> yes. Because they don't have to show. That is honest to God, country fans ready to have a good time. Right? And you know you got to bring your A game. Also, don't you feel that at a festival that you're picking up new fans? Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like I'm picking up friends. Like yeah. the kind of person that wants to buy a ticket and, and camp out the front row, I right. want to know their names. I right? want to hang. I want you to tell me next time you're going out on like to the honky tonk. I'll come with you. Like, right? No, those are my kind of people. Those people I grew up with. And especially after a year that we've all gone through, it's unreal to be. I I think music is. I didn't realize how much mu just creating music wasn't enough. Like I needed to. I was always when I moved here to to the United States when I was 11 years old. And it, I grew to, in a little town in Georgia, and everybody kind of had all their groups, and I got suddenly very shy. My mom was worried about me, okay. and so she bought me my first guitar, because she knew I liked to sing. And it was the first time I got to have my own space and say what I wanted to say. So having a moment, even going back to like when I was a kid, having a moment like that on stage where you're saying something really personal, right. and people are singing with you, yeah. it is the most... It's the epitome of human connection. It's like those people know more about me than some of my best friends because those are real moments. I write about them in my songs and when they stop and they're listening and you're giving them eye contact, there's no high, there's no drug better than that. I don't know if everybody knows that you were on The Voice. Yes. And you were on Blake Shelton. No question. As soon as he <laughs> Okay, turned, so what's he really like? Oh, he, he, is, tell us. he is such a jerk. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, Let's spill the tea. He's, he is actually exactly what he seems like. He cracks really? a joke. Every, like from the first second you see him and it makes you not feel like you're talking to someone super famous. Really? And he's just... And he's so tall. He's just relaxed. I remember the first day that we went in to take a picture with him, we're all nervous because we're like, right. we didn't even know if we were actually going to get in front of the judges because if the teams fill up. So we're there for a year auditioning, we finally get in front of the judges. Oh we, we find out we're on Blake's team, we're waiting to take our first team picture and we're all nervous and this guy who's fumbling with the light, I feel like takes an eternity. 
and everyone's sweating, kind of awkward. And I remember him saying like, hey man, you had one job. And like everybody just erupts in laughter and then he just cracks joke after joke. And he's just one of those guys that makes you feel good. And it reminded me that if I ever get even close to where he is, how, how important it is to treat people like that. Was there another judge that you wanted to pick? besides Blake? Uh, no. No? Really? No. You just felt I, that that so was I, I loved Christina Aguilera because yeah. when I was in El Salvador, my dad went out and he thought she was a great vocalist, so he went out and bought me my first CD. Yeah. And it was Christina Aguilera. And I would oh, spend I would spend hours listening to her runs and copying them. Really? My first talent show was Genie in a Bottle, believe it or not. But my first love was truly Dolly Parton's records that my mom played me. Yeah. And that's where I was like, no, this this is what fits for me. And wow. when I found out we were moving to Georgia, I like was ready to buy cowboy boots, cowboy hat, live on the range. Right. We lived in like the suburb. Uh, but I still loved country yeah. music. <laughs> and uh, it was just, you know, it, uh, today just felt like a, a big full circle moment. So we were talking before off air about the um, highway, Sirius XM, oh, yeah. the highway. And you were new artist find, and I mean, how did that feel? I cried, I think. Right? Yeah, when I found out, it was just unreal. I have a pretty amazing team, so you probably know Jake Owen. Yeah. Uh, he started a management company, and it's me and Larry Fleet and Dave's Highway and oh, Shelby. Yeah. yeah. So it's a really great crew, and uh, it's amazing because Jake's main manager is my manager, okay. but then I have Jake, who's technically also a manager, and I can call him up and say, like for example, my newest single, Sunsets. Yeah. I actually recorded that three times. And if I was just with a typical management company that probably wouldn't have flown, but like I called him and I was like, it's just not right. And he understands as an artist, he's like, it's gotta be right. Yeah. And so he was like, well, go do what you gotta do. And, and we got it right and we put it out and it's, you know, Stormy okay. and them were like, we're gonna play it, we love this song. And, yeah. and here we are. And it's skyrocketing. And it was I, unreal to see a sea of people singing it. I know. I wasn't expecting that. I also don't know if everybody knows. So you actually also collaborated on the Disney song. Yes. That, okay, I think it had like 20, 30 million yeah. streams or something crazy. So tell, so is there a big, there's got to be a big difference in country and Disney. <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, I, I tell everyone that starts out in this business that wants advice, I'm like, you just got to love it every minute of it because you never know who's walking into that bar, walking into that little venue, walking into the bathroom and seeing you play that says, who is this girl? You know, whatever. Right. And my first job, I told you, was cruise ships. I didn't yeah. know any idea what I was doing. Roger, yes, Roger Butterly <laughs> was the one that signed me up for that job. He was looking, there was no girls on ships at the time. And he was like, I need to sign a girl. So he brings me onto ships. That's where I really got my chops. I mean, I played four hours a day, every day for three years. Wow. And then, That's a lot of yeah. Work. And then he calls me a year later and I was touring, doing a bar tour is what I called it. I go bar to bar to bar. And he was like, hey, do you have a day off on X day? I want to ask if you can come in and do a demo for me for a project I'm working on. I go, I drive seven hours on my one day off. I go and sing this demo for him because I owe, in my opinion, I owe him everything, you know? He gave me my start. And so then uh, I sing this song for him. He works for Disney now. And he calls me a week later and says, what if I told you that we, I had the entire, like, Disney people blind aside the female voice and yours fit the best with Jordan Fisher's and now you're going to be the singer of the daily fireworks show at Magic Kingdom. And they brought me and Jordan Fisher in. We played in front of 65,000 people. And, I, and the song is called Happily Ever After. And so I'm like, trying to wipe tears from my eyes, look professional on stage, in front of the freaking Disney castle. No, and people still come up to me to this day, like constantly, I mean, it's still playing down there. You've also been with some of the biggest in country music, 
and you were saying Jake Owen, yes. but Tanya Tucker. Yeah. I mean, opening she's with unreal, right? Unreal. She's still so good live. I say, I'd say one of the coolest was Melissa Etheridge. I went over by like three minutes, yeah. and the guy at the Ryman is just getting so mad at her, like, how dare she go over? Which is rude. I have one job, and on time, you know. <laughs> And uh, and Melissa Etheridge, yeah, she tells me the next day because she's smart enough not to tell me during the day because I get stressed out. Melissa Etheridge comes out of her dressing room and says she can play as long as she effing wants. And the production manager is like, oh, okay, never mind. She's fine. She's fine. But like, how big of a rock? I mean, she's rock and roll hall of fame right. status. She came out of her dressing room and said she can play as long as she. She had never met. Like she came out. She, she's just all class, man. Yeah. She's probably one of the biggest icons that I've loved for a long time that I got to play for, for sure. So speaking of that, have you ever met one that you were just completely starstruck? Dolly. Met Dolly over Zoom, and I think that my face, <laughs> I remember, you know the feeling before you faint? And you're like, you start to feel a little dizzy, your face gets flushed, and you're like, I'm not gonna see in a second. Like, right. So we were on Zoom, and they were asking me to talk about, they said that they wanted me to talk about my influences, and I didn't know she was gonna pop on there. She pops on and says like, the things only Dolly can say. I mean, she, she you feel like she means it. Like telling me, I really think you're going to be a big star one day. Which I'm going to get tattooed on me one day. Yes. Dolly Parton said that. And I remember turning bright red and just, I think I just cried. And I was like, not my coolest moment, but uh, it's freaking Dolly Parton. It's I'm not ashamed. Dolly. This is my last question because I know that you get a full schedule. Um, so this is my trademark question. It's kind okay. of fun. If you were a groupie or a super fan for any artist, any band, any Ooh. genre, dead or alive, who would it be? You know, honestly, Jake Owen has been a huge, yeah. a huge, uh, before I knew he was going to be my manager, when I played on cruise ships, I remember on the side screen, Barefoot Blue Jean Night was always playing on like the, uh, they always would run music videos. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, he has such a really good way, and, and watching him live as much as I have, he has a great way of making it feel so personal to everybody there. Right. And I think him and Kenny Chesney yeah. are two of the best I've ever seen do that. Yeah. So I would say those two, you know, Kenny's just a legend. He's in a class yeah. of itself. So I mean, I, he yeah. really is. And like, you know, Jake also toured with Kenny early in his career, so I wonder if he got some of that from him. But I don't know how Kenny does it where you go to a stadium and you feel like he's singing to you. Obviously, Garth does the same thing. Yes. But yeah, I, I think I would pull my I'd pull my van behind Garth, no problem. This has been a true pleasure. I'm oh. so glad. We love your music. That that incredible set that you did was. We want to see you back more and more. And I'm going to be back with you uh, when it hits platinum. Wow. Well, yeah. thank you very much. I'm honored to be here. Like they never left. Hey, 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 is it summer yet? Oh, baby, is it summer yet?